0: guys, welcome to the latest episode of This Unbelievable Life. Today I have with me Zach Karanimous with Aurora. But before we jump in and tell you a little bit more specifically about him, I want to kind of give you guys a little bit of my story. So I can't even remember, maybe this was like 10, 12 years ago. Uh, Bob and I had a friend who he went to high school with. And he, by way of another friend, we found out he had been living on the streets so um bob has a huge heart and wanted to assist him so what we did was we connected him with aurora and he completely changed his life completely turned it around Uh, they were able to assist him finding an apartment we got him set up with a job and the impact that Aurora makes in our community is just completely immeasurable and that is why I wanted to bring Zach on today to tell us a little bit more about this because I don't know if any of you have traveled to places like Nashville or out to California. um, They have a much larger homeless population and for me that is completely heartbreaking to see and I am so proud of our community and the support services that we have for our homeless and not only support services, but trying to bring them out of that cycle, because it's a, that's exactly what it is. It's a cycle. And, um, you know, a lot of people are just a paycheck or two away from being homeless. So what Aurora does is so important in my eyes. So um, to tell you a little bit more about Zach, he is in his fourth year serving as executive director for Aurora, um, and they lead homeless services in, our, in Southwest Indiana. Prior to coming on for this role, he served on the board for more than two years. Zach has always been in public service in our community, previously serving as Development Director at Tri-State Food Bank, Development Officer for United Way of Southwest Indiana, and Chief Deputy Treasurer of the Vandenberg County. He lives in Midtown, a neighborhood with his wife and two children, and serves as uh, President of City Council, representing the Third Ward. Zach, take it away.
1: Hey, Nikki, thank you. Gosh, I I don't even know where to start because uh, your story... Uh, is really the uh, reason why Aurora exists. You know, we've been uh, in operation since 1988. Um, you know, we, we were originally called ECHO. A lot of folks don't realize that we were the original ECHO, uh, Evansville Coalition for the Homeless Organization. Uh, matter of fact, the two ECHOs that exist today in our community, ECHO Healthcare and ECHO Housing, were um really spawned out of uh, the uh, initiative and the movement uh, in response to homelessness, not just here in our community, but nationwide. What happened in the late 80s was, uh, you know, uh, federal investment in mental health services uh, declined tremendously. There was a, a policy shift with respect to how Uh, you know, the federal government was going to address mental health services and it impacted state budgets all across the nation. And and our community here in Evansville was impacted greatly. And and fortunately enough, we had a a, a group of local uh, community leaders that saw a need and created um, uh, what is Aurora today. You know, most folks uh, know us as uh, the boots. And what I like to tell folks What separates Aurora from what traditionally people think of in homeless services is we're not a shelter and we're not a soup kitchen. Uh, What we are as a team of social workers that, uh, you know, drive uh, individualized uh, case management plans for that individual, that family, that household that is experiencing homelessness and how we do that is leveraging, you know, federal dollars uh, for housing programs that we uh, receive uh, year in, year out. And we have great partnerships with the federal government, uh, the state of Indiana and the city of Evansville uh, that allows us to carry these programs out. And what we do essentially is, um, you know, I I say there's three things that we do really well. We create housing plans, we create income plans, and we create restorative life plans. And that last one I really want to kind of touch a little bit more on is, You know, when our social workers, our case managers uh, meet an individual or a family on the street or in shelter, um, you know, the first thing that we have to do is bring them in and get them assessed and find out what are the programs that best align internally with Aurora or externally in other organizations. What that plan is that that individual, that family, that household uh, and our case manager creates really drives the work that we do and the partnerships, the vast partnerships that we have in our community that provide services that we aren't necessarily the professionals for. So whether it's mental health services, whether it's substance abuse uh, services, whether it's job skill up services or financial literacy classes or parenting classes or anything uh, that Our case manager and that individual, that family experiencing homelessness, identifies as uh, opportunities for reducing barriers and getting themselves back on their own two feet.
0: So, you know, you've kind of gotten into the history of it, but um, if somebody has somebody in their life that needs help, or if somebody is seeing this or hearing this for the first time that needs help, you know, what? How do they get a hold of you? What are the steps? You know, what, what is the timeline that you set for people? What, what is what is the expectation from call to assisting somebody?
1: Yeah. You know, so there's a couple of ways that you can do that. You can call us directly uh, 812-428-3246. Uh, you can walk in any time throughout the week, uh, Monday through Friday, 830 to four. Uh, I'm sorry, 830 to 430, Monday through Thursday and 830, 830 to four on Fridays. We have, Uh, Just recently, you know, kind of as a response to COVID, created what's called the Community Housing Advocacy Team. We call it CHAT for short. Uh, That's kind of our internal outreach team that uh, really, uh, you know, extends our services, not just for people who are uh, experiencing homelessness, but also those people that are in housing crisis and facing homelessness. You know, our mission is really to prevent and end homelessness uh, and so by allowing folks to walk in anytime, wherever they are, uh, whether they're facing homelessness or experiencing homelessness, you know, is a, is a vital service that our organization provides. Um, you can go to our website, AuroraEvansville.org. Uh, it has all of our programs listed on there, contact info. Uh, if you're facing eviction, uh, you can fill out applications to see if, you know, we have uh, assistance available at that particular time. I can tell you right now, it's a it's a tough uh, for us to provide, uh, you know, rental eviction prevention right now because as COVID has came and went, uh, a lot of the federal funding for those uh, particular uh, services are really starting to dwindle. Uh,
0: do uh, you how if people want to get involved, you know, whether that's volunteering or donating, how do they do that? Is my first question. Second question is. Do you have a favorite success story? Yeah.
1: So if you want to get involved, you know, volunteering for our organization is a little difficult. You know, if we have church groups or if we have civic groups or something of that degree who want to get involved, you know, we have to kind of tailorize uh, programs and opportunities or projects, so to speak, to have them come in. Now, if anybody wants to help us in our donations room, we take in-kind donations, uh, you know, namely uh, clothing for men and women, uh, household Items that are utility items like dishes, um, you know, silverware, um, you know, beds, mattresses, furniture, things to that degree, because we like to try and provide the best service possible with respect to, um, you know, when we house uh, that individual, that family, you know, the expense from going from the homeless experience to housed uh, is just tremendous. If if you can remember when you first moved into your first apartment or your first home, right. Um, We do carry out um, open houses and opportunities for people to come and learn. Uh, We do have opportunities uh, with our events uh, year round. So whether it's our Trivia Tonight event that's coming up uh, late April, uh, whether it's uh, the River City Wiffle Ball Classic where we need a lot of volunteers to help carry that out. We uh, carry this uh, this, uh, event off uh, in partnership with uh, Echo Housing Corporation, one of our uh, sister organizations that help us house uh, namely, our chronically homeless here in our community, um, and and other other opportunities here and there. Um, but um, when it comes down to you know what does Aurora truly need? I mean you know financial support is is obviously uh, uh, vital to us providing a, a top notch service, uh, not just to the clients that we serve, but to our community as a whole. Uh, getting folks housed and and making sure that they're on their own two feet. Um, just reduces services all across the board. Uh, if it's families that are being uh, served and and housed, uh, the stability of, of, you know, having a home uh, and the long-term impacts and effects on those children are tremendous. Uh, and, you know, fundamentally at Aurora, you know, we value uh, everybody, uh, but we also believe that housing is a fundamental right uh, for everybody. And we, you know, we work diligently diligently day in and day out. Um, Success stories, man, gosh, you know, last year alone uh, uh, between who we have housed uh, and who we exited out of our programs into permanent housing is, you know, a little over 400 folks, right? So we have a little over 200 still enrolled in our programs, giving case management service of all levels, whether that's, you know, light touch case management, all the way up into intensive case management. Uh, we exited, you know, over 200 folks uh, into a permanent housing setting, right? So that means that they went through our programs, they uh, received the services, re- they uh, we convened the wraparound um uh, services that they needed uh, and stabilize them so they can be at that point of upward mobility and and hopefully thriving. Uh, but you know when we look at our programs, we we have prevention programs like our reentry program that focuses on uh, formerly released uh, felons from federal or state penitentiaries, which, you know, helps reduce and prevent uh, the homeless experience for those folks because they're 85% more likely to experience homelessness due to the tremendous amount of barriers that they have. We have permanent supportive housing programs where it's, you know, folks that oftentimes are deemed chronically homeless, meaning 12 months or more, uh, or 12 months collectively over a series of uh, uh, homeless experiences. Over a couple of years. Um, and then we also have our intermediate programs, which really focuses on our partners uh, who provide shelters. So our rescue missions, our United Caring Services, House of Bread and Peace, Roose House, uh, and Ozanam, our family shelter. Um, so we touch a lot of lives uh, year in and year out. Um, but one of my one of my most favorite uh, and most recent stories um, is about uh, Joey and Roselle uh, Roselle and Joey uh, about five years ago uh, had some significant substance abuse issues and um, you know I feel comfortable sharing this story because they shared their story uh, at our supporter breakfast uh, back in uh, February and um, They went into, uh, well, first off, their substance abuse uh, uh, issues led to some troubles with the law. Um, They had children, uh, three children, as a matter of fact. Um, Joey ended up going to uh, prison and uh, Rissell went into uh, YWCA and to the substance abuse transitional housing program that they had. Our case managers... Uh, met uh, with her there uh, and uh, assessed her and aligned her for our Vision 1505 uh, program. And Vision 1505 is 1505 North 3rd Avenue. It's a 32-unit permanent supportive housing program uh, that we are in partnership with Evansville Housing Authority slash Advantix and a property management company. This program has been going on for about 10 years, and the folks that qualify for PSH into this particular program and facility, you know, have to have a profound mental health issue, uh, profound substance abuse disorder, um, you know, physical, mental disabilities, uh, Developmental disabilities, whatever it may be, as long as it's medical qualifying, and and so she came with her children into Vision fifteen oh five, and our two case managers uh, on site there at Vision, you know, are just tremendous. Uh, we have two full time case managers, a part time community engagement coordinator that helps with parenting classes, tutoring classes for the children, um, you know, aligning. Uh, life skills classes of all sorts, you know, financial planning, etc. And, you know, after a little over a year, uh, Joey was released from a prison, he rejoined his family uh, there in vision 1505. And for four years in total from the time cell and her children got there and Joey uh, joined them, they were there working to rebuild their lives. Um, you know, it took comprehensive convening of services to ensure that their needs were being met uh, and they were building the confidence and, and capability of really branching out on their own. Uh, it was so impactful that, um, you know, just here recently they closed on their their home, their forever home. Right. Uh, and, um, you know. It took a while, um, and I think you know it's a testament to the work that Aurora does and most importantly our team at Aurora. Uh, not everybody's journey is a out of the homeless experience is simple. Um, I like to say that the you know the varied reasons, the myriad of reasons uh, for why people experience homelessness are vast, uh, and that pathway out is just as uh, as varied. And that's where our case managers, working side by side and, you know, helping with that hand up rather than that hand out um, uh, really plays a vital part. But, you know, not only uh, have they purchased their own home, um, Joey is a certified um, uh, uh, mental health and abuse uh, um, counselor, right? uh, Roselle has started her own cleaning business, which is just burgeoning. Um, you know, so she's doing not just you know home cleaning, but she's doing commercial cleaning, and they have uh, really gotten to the point where um, they're they're going to thrive. And and that's you know that's the epitome of of the work that we do, and, and that's why it's important that you know folks in the community support Aurora. Uh, they support, you know, the homeless services network, whether it's our shelters, uh, and they support the ancillary service providers that, you know, day in and day out.
0: Um, I think your mission is so tremendously important and it, it impacts all of us. And so thank you. Thank you so much for the work that you guys do. Thank you to everybody for listening today. And again, if you guys have any questions, need anything further, please contact or directly. And I wish you all a blessed and wonderful rest of the day.